Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Oscar Watch Podcast, the podcast where we look back at past Best Picture winners for your reconsideration. I am your host, Stephen Buja, and joining me once again, as always, the one, the only, Amy Thomason. Amy, how are you doing this fine week? Uh, it's a very fine week. It's finally going to be warm tomorrow, so the frigid winter should be on its way out. And I'm hoping that next week it is nice up by you, because next week I will be up by you in Ooh, New York. New York. I hope. Yes. Uh, I believe it. I believe spring has finally sprung. Here, we'll be in the 50s, possibly the 60s, and we will. Uh, we'll have to have to meet up. I've never actually seen you in person. We folks, will. Folks, I hate to break it to you, but we are not in the same place. We never we have not. been. We've, I've only ever seen her via Skype and video chat. So that would be big times. We'll definitely have to post about that on we will. or Facebook, whatever, any number of those things. So we are here to discuss the 2010 best foreign language film called In a Better World. It is the official entry from Denmark. It was directed by Suzanne, uh, Susanna Beer, written by Anders Thomas Jensen, starring Mikhail Persbrandt, William Jean Nielsen, Ulrich Thompson, Marcus Rygard, and Trine Durholm. Uh, it is one of those tough movies about family. And uh, for those, uh, just to give you a l- little thing, I do know that uh, Suzanne Beer, she was the creator of the great AMC, AMC series, The Night Manager, uh, with Tom Hiddleston and Hugh Laurie, with Dr. House for everybody. And a director of the incredibly underrated American film, Things We Lost in the Fire, starring Halle Berry, which I do suggest you go check out. Amy, had you ever seen or heard about this movie? I have not. And now that I've seen it, I'm almost embarrassed that I hadn't heard of it. I had heard of two other movies that were nominated that year. Mm Mm-hmm. But not this one. In fact, it's why I had to keep texting you to be like, what's the name of the movie again? Because I <laughs> yeah. knew it sounded very, it sounded like a soap opera kind of a title, In a Better World, today yeah. on In a Better World. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, well, the finds out. Well, you know. the, well, the original title, uh, the original Danish title is Hyvnen, uh, uh, I believe that's what it, how it's pronounced, which translates to revenge, which which gives is you a lot more accurate. A lot more. It gives a much darker, uh, darker tone to the entire, um, entire proceeding. So, uh, yeah, I too had not. Uh, I, I'm like, I knew one best picture. Obviously, we we, we had picked it, and we we're gonna have to talk about it. But uh, seeing the other competition, I was like, this movie must be pretty, good, pretty darn good. We have another Pan's Labyrinth, which, like, oh my god, of course everyone knows this, versus the Lives of Others thing happening, and I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to uh, discussing uh, all of this with you, right as we come back. This is, this is a real Oscar. Moifa. Alison Gagi. Well, this is, thank you so much, the Academy. What an, what an honor. I am um, so truly honored and grateful and happy. Thank you very much. I really need to congratulate my fellow nominees whose movies were amazing. And I really want to thank uh, Tom Bernard and Michael Barger at Sony Classics for 
believing so strongly in a better world. All my, all my creative partners, whether they are in this room or in Denmark or Sweden, this one belongs to all of you as much as it, as it belongs to me. Thank you very much. In a Better World was nominated for one Oscar and won that very Oscar. It was the best foreign language film. It did have uh, what I think is very stiff competition from three of the most well-known, at least in America, foreign language directors. Uh, two have which have uh, two of which have been nominated for best director, and one has won best director twice. He even picked up a best picture. Academy Award a few years later. What were those films? We have Dogtooth from Greece, which is one of the few foreign movies that I really remember when it came out, and I remember reading a lot of articles about it. Yes, I, re I remember it. Be I remember hearing it's weird and fucked up. Yorgos uh, Lanthimos, who also did The Lobster and most recently The Killing of a Sacred Deer, is not known for uh, coddling you. In terms of no. uh, the story he tells, they're um, they're very odd. I have only I've only ever seen the lobster and was just just had to go. Huh. I feel I feel so weird right now. So dog tooth. I I started watching Dog Tooth on Sunday to kind of have something to compare our foreign mm -hmm. movie to because I feel like I never get to do them justice because yeah. I haven't seen enough of them to really debate. Well, this other movie was great. I really only made it about halfway through. And that's, I was like, I don't think I can stomach the rest of this. That sounds about and right. And I can, I can sit through disturbing films. This one just seemed like off the hook. Yeah. It just seemed like how many bizarre things can we have these people do? Yes. Incest? Sure. Yes, why, why not? Why not? Next week on uh, the podcast, Amy Thompson will sit through all of Sallow or the 120 Days of uh, Sodom. And we'll see, and we'll see how she one. does. I've heard of that one. <laughs> a lot about that one, too. Yes. All right. What else? Um, what else? Next, Outside the Law from Algeria, yeah. which I have not heard of. Uh, yeah, it's by uh, Rashid uh, Bukharab, who also did the uh, a film that I believe won or was nominated again called uh, uh, Indigenes, which I assume means indigenous. So, yeah. Uh, Incendies from yes. Canada, which is French-Canadian. Yes, French-Canadian, directed by uh, Denis Villeneuve, who did Arrival, who did Blade Runner 2049, uh, Sicario, a bunch, of, a, a bunch of things. Who's very, so he's, you're he's, a fan of his work? He's is so, what you're he's, you know, he's, he's like Hansel. He's so hot right now. He's, uh, he's, very, he's a very good director. I hear Incendies is actually an outstanding, shall we say, incendiary piece of work. And, and directed your favorite picture of last year, yes, if I recall correctly. what up? And Beautiful from Mexico, which I had also heard a lot about. So, again, when I looked up this year and I saw the nominees, I'm like, Beautiful? Beautiful did it one that year? Because I yeah. remember hearing a lot about that. Yeah, I believe which it was. Don't uh, often hear about foreign movies. Yeah, I believe it was uh, it's, um, uh, Javier Bardem was, was in yes. that. And it's directed by Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu, who did Birdman and The Revenant, both of which he won Best Director for. And uh, he actually, Birdman actually picked up Best Picture uh, the, the year it came out. So, uh, Little, little in a better world comes in, snatches it away from uh, three, three. I'm not going to say I can't say better. I haven't seen them, but three more well known. And a lot of times with uh, foreign films, you do it's the more well known directors who 
kind who can kind of sneak in there. They can just throw their weight around because really when you're dealing with American audience, we audience and American Academy members, you have a very narrow set of films they watch. They have a lot of things to see. The foreign films kind of get pushed to the side. But uh, Suzanne Beer, uh, in doing this, she became the first uh, woman to win an Academy Award, an Emmy, and some other, and like a very fan. She, she's, a, she's a very well, well-received and well-awarded director. Uh, and uh, yeah, and it's, I would say she's done a, she did a pretty good job of it herself. Um, good job. Yeah, one day I think one day I think one of these films might end up on a four in your reconsideration. Uh, although I can't I can't decide which one. I would like to see Dogtooth because I Lent- would like to discuss that with you because I also feel it is very very timely because and this movie as well in a beautiful right. world very timely especially world. the specific day that I sat down and watched it and Dogtooth with that family that kept all their children in captivity who are now free. Right, and they like, and and they That's were. That's literally the plot of Dogtooth. So I'm right. like, oh my gosh, it's like that family that just got out of captivity. I, very, very strange. Um, Not to spoil it for anybody. But <laughs> well, I, that's if you read the tagline of the movie. Is it fa- <laughs> is it family got family uh, family in captivity gets freed? Is that the tagline? No. Okay. It's family in captivity. Mayhem ensues. <laughs> Is that the tagline or just the brief plot summary? You got That's the Amy Thomas. That's it. Okay, that's uh. When you don't know what to say, just say mayhem ensues. Like Sallow, they take a bunch of people into captivity. Mayhem ensues. I would internet listeners should we would we call Sallow mayhem or should we call it something else? Uh, do do let us know. <laughs> Think on that while we take a short break and we come back and we discuss in a better world. You know, there's a perception in, in I'm, I'm Danish, and there's like a perception in Scandinavia or Northern Europe that we are sort of very remote from the rest of the world and very secure and very safe, and it's sort of idyllic, and we pay tax and we have a Medicare. And there's this kind of, we think we're safe. And basically, I think that safety is is actually very fragile and very sort of a very thin layer of veneer. And we did, we talked about that, and we talked about how to tell a story where, where um, where we could where we could sort of address that. And then he'd he'd written some scenes with uh, two boys and a policeman. And actually, they're, they're... chances are folks have not seen or even heard of In a Better World. So, Amy, what is the Amy Thomason plot synopsis for the movie? I'm stealing this from IMDb because this was one that was a little complicated. I'm usually good at narrowing them down. The lives of two Danish families cross each other and an extraordinary but risky friendship comes into bud. But loneliness, frailty, and sorrow lie in wait. That is so, so vague. Exactly. Uh, it's It's so vague, but also at the same time, you're like, all right, that kind of, that kind of, gets it without really spoiling it. Um, at the time, this was 2010, this was before a lot of the uh, horrors that have been um, inflicted upon us domestically have uh, taken shape, you know, have really like started happening over and over and over again. And what, uh, what the IMDb synopsis leaves out is that it, is, it does involve students who blow some stuff up Although it's a bit more, it's it is much more complicated. That it's not about you know 
a kid who it's not uh, it's not about kids who go in and shoot up shoot up a school or do anything like that. They're but you can. It's you, a lot more complicated. It's than a lot. It's a lot more complicated. It is a more. It is a moral drama filled with ambiguity about what is right and wrong in any given situation that uh, looks at how one's code is influenced by the events and your and your relationships with folks around you because you know morality is not set in stone in this particular instance so you have to you kind of have to take each situation as it goes on um so it's split between two separate segments or rather you know, several well, several several segments in one timeline and another in another place we're we're in the sudan i believe where uh anton who is the sort of uh, father of one of our one of our kids because it's about the kids and I'll just go that he is he is like he's a doctor he's helping he's helping in a village where bad things are happening because very like doctors without borders kind yeah, of a doctor it's a, very doctors without borders he and he has to deal with the moral implications of that which we'll get to and then there are these kids who are Christian and uh, Elias Christians his mother had just died he's mad at his father he's mad at everybody and Eli- he's an angry young man oh, he's an who, angry. the whole time i was like can someone please take this kid to a therapist yes and uh he becomes friends with elias who is anton's uh son and they form anton being the doctor father anton just being the doctor making father. sure we all know who everyone right, is. right. It's, 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 it's it's always hard when you have a film that not many people have seen you have to kind of yes 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 place and they and they 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 go through the philosophical and moral quandaries of uh, right and wrong and justification and uh, revenge. Since the uh, the name of the uh, the Danish title uh, on a uh, on a journey of uh, self destruction and self discovery. One thing I did want to quickly add is okay. one of the main questions and okay. viewers. I did post this question on our Facebook page, so hey, feel hey. free to discuss. The question of what is strength versus what is weakness, that really, for me, resonated. What makes somebody a strong person versus what makes somebody a weak person? Okay. The kids think strength is, especially Christian, strength is power over other people. It is dominating them. It is humiliating them. There's this one moment early where they you know Elias has been uh, bullied by this Nazi punk and you just want to punch his fucking face in you and just want to do what Christian eventually does yeah to and he, child. <laughs> he beats the crap out of him and I will admit and this is this is excellent uh, this is excellent on uh, on the director's part I fist pumped I was like fuck yeah oh you get oh. him and that's I think that's and, and that's definitely the reaction they wanted, but it's also like, oh, should not have done that. And because you turn into the monster, and I'm like, bravo, director. Because yes. Sophus is, I believe, the psycho yes. kid who also kind of looks like a Nazi. Right. I don't think that was an accident. But viewers, what happens is, is Christian is new at school. He just moved to a new area. He sees Elias, who clearly or Elias, how are they say in the movie? Yeah. He's clearly constantly the target of not just a bully, but this whole pack of wolf-like feral children. And he senses that. Right. And, and they're and they're both and they're both they're both they're both Danes uh living in Sweden. And that'll be another yes. thing. So they have a like a sort of built-in camaraderie already. And and 
uh, Elias doesn't really fight back again, but you look at the thing. I mean, the kid is outnumbered by like 10 kids. It's right. not one. It's not three. I mean, it's literally a pack of wild beasts and this poor kid. And you know, it's every single day Christian comes in and he's like, this is wrong. I'm going to do the prison thing, which is assert myself as the new dominant alpha dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he has a knife and a bike bomb. Right. Which, which calls back to an incident earlier in the movie. Because the guy's always emptying their, uh, letting all the air out and stealing the things on the tires the so they can't pump it back up because he's an ass. He's an ass. Well, I mean, he is a, he is a, he is a Nazi punk, and Nazi punks are good for one thing and one thing only, and that's fucking off. And Sophus, uh, Sophus gets fucked off pretty, uh, pretty well, but. What uh, what happens is that it doesn't it, it never escalates after that. There's a there's the beatdown. There's the investigation, and it's handled very by the book. It's handled inside the inside the system, inside the school system, inside the police system, and which it, would never happen in an American school system, by the way. Probably not. Uh, well, you would know best. You would but know they're best. smart. They hide. He has a knife, but I think he introduces Ilias up to that point doesn't really seek revenge he hates it he hates what's going on but he's kind of dealing with it right christian kind of opens up this world of i'm gonna beat this guy with a bike pump and i'm gonna give you a knife so now elias is kind of conflicted which we see more once we get into the character of his father who reminder for the audience is also the doctor that goes to the sudan right anton 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 and what uh what occurs then is that they, you know, the the situation is diffused. Sophus and Elias and Christian, they they are you know, they're brought in before the board. They shake hands and they and that and that's it. We don't we don't see any more of Sophus. I mean, we want to, no, but it's it, not like they become friends. Yeah, they, they they don't become friends, but they don't be. They're not enemies. They're not growling at each other. They're just like you know, they pass each other on the hall and they 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 there's a there's a respect there that I think Christian reads as like well, that's the right thing. And he's, he defends that later. He's like, I did what I had to do. That's what you have to do. You have to beat them back harder, and then they'll leave you alone. Yeah, which is what I, which is what I, which is what I always assume you teachers do on the first day. You just walk in, you beat up a kid in class, and just be like, all right, now what? What are you going to do? I... <laughs> Not quite. I mean, you want to. You want to. But, and I will say as a parent, this really affected me because I have a very tender-hearted son. Mm-hmm. And evilness a lot of times is and you realize this especially as a teacher there are kids who are just by nature aggressive right and cruel cruel and as a parent you have to identify that when you're young my son is not like that his the director of his daycare once told me that she was the only concern she ever had is that she said he doesn't have a mean bone in his body Mm. and so we need we have to work on him with if that kid takes your toy he doesn't cry and fall apart. What he does is he's just like, okay, whatever. I'll just go play with this other toy. It just rolls off his back. Right. So we've had to be like, William, if someone takes your toy, you could be like, excuse me, I'm playing with that. And respectfully be like, that's mine. I'm playing with it. Give it to me. He right. doesn't have to beat the kid up, but just doesn't have to let people walk over him. And it's it's hard. It's hard as a mother to see that. Yeah. And that's what, and that's and that's where the that's where the movie is is going through. It's like, how do you find the right path is is the is the right path is it this biblical sense of justice where 
all right, you you beat up you you beat up my friend. I'm going to beat you up, and then the cycle will always continue. Like even one of the teachers says, like, well, where does it end? Where does it mm-hmm. end with with this violence? Or his father you, says that, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe his father. Or is it uh, you do nothing and you let the mob decide, which is kind of what you know. It's it's sort of what Anton does in the Sudan. Or do you because Anton has learned a lesson. Do you do you thread the needle and you approach and you try to diffuse things? It's 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 all it's all. Do you do you embrace your inner nature, the inner nature where we're all we're all kind of petty and 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 bullshit people, and we want to just when when we get hurt, we want to lash out. And uh, Christian is so hurt. He's, he lost his mom. His dad is kind of a his dad's trying, but you know doesn't understand, and Christian doesn't want him to understand, but does, and it's a it's a very it's a very complicated relationship. He's there. angry about a, so many other things, and which another thing is you see as a teacher is that if a kid lashes out at you, very rarely is it because you as a teacher have done something. Right. That kid got in a fight with mom at home. There's stuff going on at home, and you find out about it usually after the fact, and you're like. Oh, oh, okay. It really didn't have anything to do with me. And I've had kids curse at me. I've had a kid verbally threaten me, all kinds of stuff. And it's, it, you quit, they, they say Q-tip, quit taking it personally because it probably has nothing to do with you. Oh. Parents who lash out at teachers because they're frustrated with their kids. I had that happen recently. I like so. that. So Q-tip people, Q-tip. But um, it, the story progresses to the point where uh, there's an incident where Anton or okay, Aunt Elias's younger brother gets into this little ma- like scuffle, scuffle, scuffle with this other kid, and the other kid started it. Well, well, well we never actually see it. We assume the other, other kid started it, and that other kid's dad comes over and gets all up in Anton's face. Because Anton over. pulls them apart. Right. Because then, and it's like, like, that's what you're going to do. Guys, it's knock like, it off. What's like, going hey, on? Stop it. But the other dad, who's in dad Who's in dad mode? I, I get it. I'd probably do this Full thing. alpha male. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, like, I, like, I understand the, the instinct. The chest but he's, is all puffed up. I mean, it's it's textbook alpha male. Right. And he slaps Anton around and in front of Elias and Kristen, because they're hanging out now, and that becomes this they become a christian becomes fixated on this moment like your dad just sat there and took it like what like what like what is it like what is that he does he's not that's not that's not manly that's not what you're supposed to do so somebody hits you you hit back harder so you like if you're like so lucky you just if you just hit them once that's all you need you hit them hard enough they stay down they're not going to fuck with you again. He'd be very successful in prison. That's all I kept thinking about is he's read like the prison manual. Like, right. and he, and he, he's and not going to be he, anybody's bitch in prison. And he is, and he is, he is starting down that path because then Which they, he definitely will be going to one someday. Right. And you know, there, there, there's, and then, which leads to this excellent scene because you know, Anton realizes that the, that the kids are, the kids are like, you know, like, Hey, we, Hey, we found out where this guy works. You got to go beat him up. And Anton's like, all right, I'll go. And I will confront this guy, and it's the most brilliant bit of parenting. I think it's, I, 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 I was watching him like, this is the fucking kind of dad I want to be. Like when when somebody messes with me, I'm just like, you know what, man, you're angry. I get that. Whatever. I'm just saying that you know what, whatever you do, you're not you're not you're not going to affect me. The guy slaps him around, and it's okay. You're but safe. let's but let's kind of revisit 
the the first incident with the okay. dads. Now the dad, other father, angry alpha pigman, does smack him around. However, Anton does not fight back. However, he does not fall apart right. and cry and all that. And that's really an that's a very important distinction. He doesn't like get his ass kicked. No, no, he, he doesn't. He stands there and like does not flinch. Yeah, he's like he's very he's very zen. He's like zen master. He's sort of. It. I know. He's sort of. I mean, like he kind of ducks his head a little bit, but he takes it. And his attitude is very like, okay, does that make you feel better? Right. You know does what I'm saying? You feel, like, does that make you, you feel you big? Do you feel all big and tough now? And the only thing it kind of made me think of, it made me think of Atticus Finch when that like white trash guy like spits in his face and he just sort of like and the great Gregory Pep just like wipes his face and it's like, good, does that make you feel like a man now? Right. So that's when the real, in my opinion, the real strength versus weakness. It's not, oh, he got his ass kicked. It's he stood there, he took it, but he took it in quotes like a man as opposed to like he a, wasn't really victimized by right, the guy. Right, he, yeah. And so the boys, and he walks away, like, guys, get in the car. We're just going to go home. He wants to end the situation. But the boys keep, dad, 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 Mr., you know, Mr. Anton, Mr. Anton. Like, that's not what we, that didn't look very strong right. to me. That's that not, weak. yeah, that's not, that's not how things are in the schoolyard. Because, yeah. because, because, you know, um, this is, one, of, one of my notes was like, oh, man, I loved being a kid when everything was simple when thing where people were were jerks people were angels and there was no there was no there was no gray grayness when you were younger you knew every goddamn thing when you were their age and nothing was going to sway you and you were so absolutist and i just want and like honestly i would go back and i would smack the shit out of myself i know i shouldn't do that but i figured you know it's me it's me doing it so it's fine and uh, and that's but that's not how life is. And Anton is here to teach them how life is. And when he goes back, it's such like a and like you said, it's such a powerful scene. And he goes back and he says to the guy, and he brings the kids. And I was like, oh, bravo! And he yeah. says, look, I'm here right now. Like I don't know if you remember me from the other day. And the guy's like, I yeah. remember you, like loser. <laughs> And he said, do you see those boys over there? That's my son. and my, Those are my sons and friends. And he said, I just wanted them to see me tell you, like, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. And it's brilliant. I'm not afraid of you. And he's not. And if you watch the, the scene, even the first thing, he wasn't afraid. No. He didn't fight back. But he, again, wasn't being. He stood his ground. He, yeah, he, did he stood his ground. And he's like, I'm not afraid of you. And the guy's like, Oh, like you better leave or I'm going to like kick your ass again. And he's like, you look stupid right now. And he did. And he did. And I'm like, and Oh, he gets a couple more. He gets a couple more blows. He just kind of like, he just sort of dodges them. And again, he's not cowering. No. It's like a boxer, you yeah, know, yeah. like, Oh, does that make you feel like a tough guy? And again, and, and it, now I'm bringing up another movie. It sort of almost made me think of Platoon, where the character of Chris is like, do I go with the sadistic guy or do I go with the guy who's sort of the Jesus figure? And I feel like the father's almost a little bit of a Jesus figure because he takes it and he's like, do you feel tough now? Great. Okay, guys, let's go home. Yeah, you and the wondering, which way do I go? I'm really connected with my friend, but I also have this great dad that I love. Right. And, and, the, and the dad comes out and he's like, see, it didn't hurt. Nothing Nothing happened. It's fine. Um, it's fine. But and he's like, and it's like, he's like, 
I won. He's like, I won that fight because I didn't, you know, I didn't break down. I didn't get emotional or anything like that. And that's and then, and then what is what is what does Christian say? I don't think you won that fight. I don't think it's like, like I don't like I, I like I, I think he thinks he won that fight because he got he got the blows in and you're like oh this kid is going down a dark path and he does because if daddy ain't gonna take revenge Hybnin on this on this jerk and he's he's just a, he just and a jerk. he's, he's just, the one who researched they found the guy's car they wrote down his thing they oh, yeah, went on he's the a, internet like, they he's found a little, where he worked. I mean, this was not just, oh, I'm gonna go like egg your house. Right. This is this is this is a plan. They're like, oh, hey, by the way, check it out. We found some. We found these like serious fucking fireworks in your uh, in this in this old farmhouse that we're, that we're working in. Let's take the gunpowder out of this, and we're gonna make some pipe bombs because we are gonna test this out, and we're gonna blow that dude's car up. You're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, and. And they do, and it's it's back and forth like Elias. But the gets... son, but the son feels conflicted, oh, yeah, and he's on Skype with his dad when he's in Africa, and you can tell he's like, "Dad, Dad, Christian wants to do this thing. Christian wants to do this thing," right. and the dad can't hear him. And I think that's a very important moment in the movie. Yeah, it's important. It's important movie because the dad also he just went through some went through some stuff of of, of his yeah, own, no, which which, which, we'll, which which we'll talk about. And there's a so it becomes like literally. The, the the point of that scene is that they they aren't they they can't communicate that you know it's you know like time and time and distance and technology because we've been on Skype Skype is terrible <laughs> it's so bad are uh, are really are really but are just are going to it's going to end poorly and uh, we jump ahead to the actual bomb so they 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 make up they they come back they to, do test bombs yeah I they, mean, they, 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 are... they they blow up their project that they were going to build which i was like no you're building this cool tower and uh no side note side note can we stop that for a second sure. when they do the school projects and she's like oh you guys are and they're all best friends now and she made them all the yeah, principal or whoever Christian made them all say cans when she asks them about their individual projects and the kid's like oh i'm in the weapons group right. and we're building a such and such. I was like, in what planet right. in America would you be like, you guys are the weapons group and you're going to build a weapon? Sorry, you're gonna be, I had you're to gonna... remember that, but yeah. I laughed so hard. Like, I'm in the weapons group and we're building up such and such. It's, yeah, I, I, like, I, think it was, I think I think it was I think it was muskets, and I thought, oh, Sova's going to shoot this kid, and it, but that's not the point of the, that's not the point of the movie. It's not, but I had to mention that one yeah, detail it's, because it's, I was like, like, what are you doing, folks? What are you doing, Denmark? Yeah, we're not. But yeah. again, in light of this recent, and I watched this movie on Sunday, on Saturday when they were doing the March for Life, so I just thought that was interesting. It was, it was. But uh, so they come to okay, it's the day of their bombing. They found the guy. They're you know, Eli Christian assures Elias that nobody's going to get hurt. Because it's early in the morning, nobody's out. We're just gonna blow the car up. It's fine. And I gotta say, this scene is so fucking tense. Because you know, like, well, obviously something goes wrong. What is going to go wrong? Uh, I was just like, I was, I was on edge because now there are kids and they're in danger. They're doing something stupid. I'm like, shit. There's a uh, we see two joggers. Little boys. Yeah, yeah. See little <laughs> boys. School boys with weapons. Right. You're like, great. That's that's wonderful. And you, there's this mom and daughter. They're out running. You go, oh, 
God damn it. And I'm just like, I am grabbing the edge of my seat. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's very, it's very simple. You're like, oh, it's just this random person. And you go, okay, that's, it's, it feels, it feels almost too perfect a coincidence that all, all this thing, all this stuff happens, but it works. It works. And Elias, he gets, he, tr- he tries to get the parent, the mom and daughter away, tell them there's a bomb. Bomb blows up. Elias is in the, is in the blast radius and he gets really, really hurt. And I gotta say, this, oh. This was this was so tough because again parents and you know new new parent especially I'm like oh my god what are these fucking kids gonna have to deal with and what 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 is my girl my girl have to deal but with? you don't know yet that he's fine you right, just you see do. his body laying there right you don't know yet and it's and it's great and there's a scene and we haven't even talked about Ma- uh, Marianne the uh, Elias's Elias's mom who's uh, who's just great underdeveloped I think but she has a, she has this this moment she where she's con- where she's confronting Christian because Christian comes to to see to see Elias and she's, she's every mother and in she's this every scene. mother is like and she knows that her son is alive but she is going to make this kid feel like shit be like you killed him he's you dead you killed my son you killed my son and it's she shoves him rage. up against the wall and grabs him by the face now the thing is Shout out to both of the little boys who played these parts. Oh yeah, excellent actors, excellent actors. The because the character of Christian, as really he definitely has some mental severe mental issues going on. Right, but emotion. He is not happy at this point. He is devastated because he truly believes he's. He already thinks his friend is dead. And the mother grabs him and shoves, like, shoves him up against a wall. And she just keeps saying, you killed him. You killed my son. And the look on his face is just, he's been carrying pain and he's been miserable the entire movie. But this is a whole nother, I mean, she might as well be stabbing him in the heart. Right. He is so affected by it. But you feel like it as a mother. You feel that rage. And she does... It's almost like you don't know from it. It's like she had time to think, oh, I'm going to intentionally tell him right. that he's dead. Because there's no moment she sees him and she just goes mama beast mode. Right. Oh, yeah. She's. Uh... But, he, but she lets him think that, that he's dead. And he's just like he you see his, his him spinning in his head. Right. It's because amazing. he, because he really finally hard. he finally understands that he's confronted with the consequence of his action. And, and he cares about something. Right. And yeah, and he just needed it's like it's like he needed to work this out. It's like can't you just work this out not by not blowing shit up, please. But this is where the movie I think kind of like it's been very effective up until this point and it and it it steps off the gas because I think this this is a movie that it wanted it wanted to have a black and white moral it well it wanted to have a very tough conversation about morality and i think it only it's it's a half measure at best because and this is a spoiler a spoiler elias doesn't die elias is actually elias he ends up fine he, he ends up fine and i think if they want because elias and christian are they're great characters but i still think anton is he's kind of he's he's the one who who's also really going through some stuff and to have his son be fine to and you know and everyone everyone's fine christian's fine they're just gonna give him it's uh i think it's minor vandal it's like like major vandalism or something some like weird crime that doesn't you know 
doesn't come Which with many Which would never con- happen in, in our country, by the no, way. No, no. The kid would be hauled off to at least a psychiatric hospital until he's 18 years old. Yeah. And uh, that's what it just, it feels like if you wanted to make a comment on revenge and uh, especially forgiveness and stepping back and trying to take the, uh, the, the greater path, forgiveness of your son's murderer is, is much, I think that's a more dramatic and uh, powerful message, especially because uh, in, in Sudan, Anton he is confronted with this uh, this this character called the Big Man, who is doing this absolutely deplorable, uh, heinous shit. To, I wasn't exactly this... sh- li- like literally sure what he was doing. I knew he was doing bad things to girls. Yeah, but I was, was like, uh, okay, audience, this is, this is he was taking bets with his uh, with his henchmen about the what sex a baby was in a pregnant woman. And then finding out, he uh, he uh, cut open the the woman to to discover it. So except these women are also li- like little girls, little girls. They're like 13, 13, 14. It's 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 horrible. And what Anton's Anton's Anton actually helps this man because he's a doctor, and this guy has his gnarly leg injury. And there there comes it comes with there comes are all weird too. Yeah, there, there comes there comes a moment where Anton is has had enough of this because this guy is is a pig and a monster. And Anton himself he just he drags him out, but he lets the mob do the work for him. And it's because and it's, he he mocks one of the victims. He's like, "I'll help you, but your warlords can't come in here. There can't be any weapons. There can't be this." Like he he's again he's not a total marshmallow. Where it's like, "Oh, everybody's welcome." He's like, "I will fix your leg because you know morals and ethics." Right. The guns, everything has to stay away. But the guy keeps making jokes about his victims. Right. Yeah. And like that's he, yeah, when he's, he's, he's like, "You're gone. Right. Goodbye." Yeah. He's gone. He's gone, and and he gets killed by mob justice, which uh, it's kind of a satisfying scene. It's it's as an audience member. <laughs> it's 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 very it's very satisfying. But Anton also doesn't he doesn't do much. He doesn't do like he like he 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 casts them out, but his hands are still kind of clean he lets go yeah yeah he, he yeah he let he lets go and i i think when he's when and, and it's not really his story he's he's the he's the doctor without border he goes back to he'll just go back to denmark and everything and you know, he'll just wash his hands of this when and he, you if, also know they make the comment that if anything happens to the warlord there's like five guys to take his place right so it's you're like, not like, really it's, like killing him is really going to make Sadly, is going to make that much right. difference. It's, it, it is, although it is satisfying, but to have Anton confront, like confronted, where he has to do, where he has to do something, where he has to make the choice, whether it's to uh, to press charges against Christian or to get justice on Christian, kill him, to to like go through the same motions that Christian had been going through, to like mirror that. I think that would have made for a more powerful. A statement of a movie than the the ending we got where everyone's fine, everyone's forgiven. Anton and Marianne they kind of reconcile their differences after a very undeveloped, uh, underdeveloped uh, you know affair storyline, which I really wish we had focused on a bit more. And uh, and and honestly, I was thinking about it, and I was I was reading I read Roger Ebert's review, and he said like the two mo- movies that are here. Could be their own movie in and of themselves. Yeah. You could have this like doctor in the Sudan, in Sudan. De- dealing with all of this with all of this moral implication, and you could have this doctor completely separate 
dealing with his family and, and his kids. And I think by having both of them kind of locked together, you take away from the, uh, the dramatic potential of both because you can't really... It's unsatisfying. Yeah, it's, it's a little unsatisfying because you want to see more of the mom. You want to see more of Klaus, who's Christian's dad, who is, is struggling to understand his, his son after the death of his wife, and the, the boy's mother. It's four movies. It's, it's, it's so many movies. movies. It's the dad in the Sudan. It's the story with the kids and the dad. It's the story of the doctor and his wife. And it's the story of Christian's dad and his decision and how his mixed feelings about his wife dying from cancer. It's, but there was another movie that we talked about that we felt like it made you Fanny and Alexander. I think it was yeah. that there's so much and we want to learn more about each of them. Right. And that in some ways that makes for a great film because you want to see more and it makes for a, poor a film, film that's not, I don't want to say a weak film, a film that's not as strong as it could be because it doesn't satisfy you on that level. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, like if, it could be uh, a mini series. I was just about to say like the night manager, like explores a lot of, a lot of these same themes in a brilliant way. And if you made this a mini series, like you could stretch it up to maybe like, an hour or two longer. It's like a limited four or five episode miniseries. I think you could really make something like profound with this. As it is, it's like you wanted you wanted to have this dark, grim tale about kids in danger and the the morality of revenge and when it's justified, when it is not justified. But you also wanted the happy ending. And it it feels like you can't have both. You can have one, you can have the other, but having mm-hmm. both in the same movie diminishes what you were saying about the other thing as well so yes but uh, i did like that the final moment was between anton and christian that christian now realizes that anton was probably right and you know yeah revenge is and that, is not what we should be striving for right. and, the, and it's and, really you, you mentioned the bible but it's very old testament versus new testament old testament Revenge, revenge, revenge. New Testament, turn the other cheek, love them that spit on you. Interesting. Exactly. exactly. And now this is definitely the scenario you want in real life. If you were in this, if you found yourself in this situation, you'd be like, I would, you want the kids to be saved. You want the kids to learn a lesson. It just, you know, sometimes you want, you want more than just real life in your movie. You want the the drama you want you want to you want to you want to take us to the edges of human experience to the edge of comfort of comfort to really get at what it means to explore the moral implications of these actions and i don't think this movie does it i think uh i think i think it there are there are great moments the music's great uh certainly the cinematography is just breathtaking especially in the, especially in africa there are uh, great moments of direction. The the, the car bomb scene, the ki- the acting is all around great. Uh, oh. Props to the kids, especially to uh, to uh, William uh, uh, Nielsen who plays Christian, who looks like a tiny looks like you. you if you're looking at him, you're like, oh, this guy is either going to blow something up, or he's going to become a hedge fund dude. Either way, he's going to have no morality, and he's a jerk. And uh, it's it's uh, there oh. there are there are a lot of there are a lot of things to like, but I think you know the elements are there, but the story ultimately I think lets lets this film down. 
and the other little boy with this little retainer, yeah. this little messed up teeth. You oh, love he's so him. cute. Oh, you he's do. great. But not he's... in a precocious Jared, the kid from Jerry Maguire kind of a way. Like no. he is. They call him Rat Boy because his teeth Rat are all messed face. up. Yes. But it just makes me love him more. But yeah, Anton, just... not going to lie, he was quite easy on the eyes. Yeah, quite handsome. And his yeah. all of his integrity and all that kind of helped with that right I, I i just wish he had been you know he had, he had been tested more because yeah you know, yeah because you know it's you know he's the dude who has the, who has the code who who understands and now he needs to be confronted with like he need then there needs to be a stress test of that to see like how how far does that does that go like when it's family like what like what does that mean for your more your moral code will you abandon it or or, or whatnot and I, I i don't think the the film adequately tests that stress also another thing uh we have seen another movie on this show it's called pele the conqueror starring max von Sydow. that is about swedish immigrants moving to denmark and i've learned one thing is that the danes really fucking hate the swedish if there's anybody in denmark who can tell us why that is is it just a is it just that usual xenophobia but you can't like they they're always like they demonize the Swedes so much. I'm like, I don't what is happening? Why is why is this a thing? But okay, it's not it's 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 neither here nor there. Final thoughts in a better world, Amy Thompson. Uh you've seen Dogtooth, you've heard of the other films. Give us your as as a measured a response as you can get. I would say I think it deserved to win. I think for some of its laws i definitely plan on watching it again and i it's the kind of movie that you want other people to watch so then you could sit and discuss it with them yeah it's It's not one of those one and done movies and like i said it's especially timely with the violence in our schools and 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 what's the core issue and it just and it makes you think about all those things and even if it doesn't answer all those questions in a completely satisfying way. The fact that it brings them up, the fact that we see these characters in all these different situations is really interesting. I think the characters are all very complex. Christian really could have just been played as a little psycho. Right. And he was, but you also saw those moments, the look on his face, how they got this actor to get this look on his face. When the mother says, you've killed my son, all of a sudden he looks like this little boy again and not this monster. Like, you know, you realize, Oh, there is a heart in there and there is a reason for his anger. And how could that be addressed? It just seems like you could write essays on this movie and discuss it. And I love movies that, that do that. So, I mean, or you have a very long podcast discussion about it. Like we are, like we are doing right now. Uh, Yeah. There is a lot to like, there's a lot to discuss, especially nowadays with the, the relevance of school violence and uh, toxic masculinity, and how boys tend to revert to this like very—I don't want to say primitive, but just like hyper masculine behavior when confronted, and you know, when in groups, and it's all—it's all messed. Up. It all all worked into society. It just—it mm-hmm. it, like I don't want to. I I feel like a lot of the times on the show. My response to when I'm like disappointed in a movie is like, you should have killed the kid. And that's not, it's not it. It's not. Are it's you promoting nuts. death of children? No, God, no, God, no. But I, I want, you don't have to play it safe all the time. And this movie, ultimately, it comes so close to being like, this is an unsafe movie. We're entering, we're entering like 
treacherous waters here, and it, but it, it it pulls us back, and it's. I I get why the movie won best foreign language film, especially for the time. Like it's especially here in America with school violence just everywhere, and it's so sad and depressing. And you we need to you want to understand it. Like this helps you understand it. Like there's shit happening, and it comes down to just like just talk to people, give them time, give them just be there and under try and understand them. Like yes, but. Uh, I I don't think it I don't think it is as revelatory or as important as it thinks it is, but it is still a very good movie worthy of discussion. Do I do it? Can I say that it deserved it? Uh, I you know not no, not having seen any of the other movies, I can't entirely be sure. And it's like I see why it's up there. I see why it was nominated. But uh, we'll have to have a we'll have to talk about some other ones. Yeah, at later times to Agreed. fully get a better grasp of the 2010 best foreign language winner. And it's nice to think that way. I don't feel like that with every foreign language year, but this one is, is and it's why I started watching Dogtooth because I was like, I do, I want to be fair to the foreign language yeah. group. We ain't nobody got time to watch all these movies, but we try our best. And folks, Thank you uh, so much for listening in on this one. I know it was a, a little intense one. We got some thematic elements there, but we appreciate it. If you like what you hear, if you want to write in, make a comment, tell us we were wrong, tell us we're right, fix something we said, you can drop us a line at oscarwatchpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to find us on social media at oscarwatchpod. Amy! is now in charge of the Facebook and she's way Yay! better at it than I am. She will be having discussion. She'll post stuff about uh, our upcoming episodes and all of that. Next week on the podcast, we are still in 2010 and I'm so happy we are because we are going to be for your reconsideration watching the social network. So excited about that. Aaron Sorkin, Jesse Eisenberg, Andrew Garfield, David Fincher, Coming at you. Uh, Army Hammer. Army Woo! Hammer. Speaking of relevant movies about uh, things that are happening, Facebook is in some shit. Let's see why that could possibly be. Social Network next week coming at you. Thank you so much. And until then, we'll see you on the red card. I got me a shovel. And I'm digging a ditch.